0: That, yeah, is coming from just about every sports fan here in L.A. Slee. Everybody is making moves. The Dodgers added not one, but two just high, high high-level impact guys in Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. Russell Westbrook is coming to Los Angeles to join the Lakers with LeBron James and uh, Anthony Davis. Matt Stafford, that feels like a million years ago. He hasn't even played a game for the Rams yet. They're just so – all of the teams here in town are loaded up, and if you're one of the other teams here and haven't made a blockbuster in the last ten minutes, you're way behind.
1: I don't know if L.A. – I think they do understand this because Lakers went through, some obviously, some troubled years. Uh, It had been since 1988 since uh, the Dodgers had won a World Series since before last season. But think about this for a quick second, Trav. Uh, The the expectations here in L.A. and the competing for attention – Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's I mean, it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> it really the the, ex, the expectations for the Lakers um, are go win a championship this upcoming season. The expectations for the Dodgers are, what do you mean you didn't win a World Series? The expectations for the Rams are, no, we're not going to give Matt Stafford some time to kind of get <laughs> acclimated to L.A. and everything else. No, no, you got to go instantly get back to the Super Bowl. If you're not having conversations like that, and you're the Chargers, or you're the Clippers, or you're the... Angels or the Los Angeles Kings. just using these as an examples I cannot tell you how irrelevant you are Shohei Otani has been the most polarizing player in baseball and you and I have spent every time every conversation we've had about him this week has been about how he's going to become less and less about uh, of the conversation
0: yeah and it's, and it's exactly what's going to happen I mean the Dodgers going to be playing games in October that matter and Shohei will be on vacation I mean that's just the way they're not not through any fault of Shohei's he's been amazing but that's that's how this goes all right so here's the deal. The Dodgers now have their rotation set up, and this is, this is what they're going to throw at you, presuming everybody gets and stays healthy in, in October. Their rotation is going to be Walker Bueller pitches game one, Max Scherzer pitches game two, Clayton Kershaw pitches game three, Julio Urias pitches game four, and then we start it all over again. Okay, that's going to be their starting rotation come the postseason, come the second half of the season. That's set in stone. Here's the other part. The Dodgers, he, Will Smith's going to catch every game, right? That Ruiz is now gone, and Austin Barnes may play periodically, but Will Smith is your guy. He's proven postseason. He's got postseason medal, gets clutch hits. He's done. Max Muncie is going to play first base yep. almost every day, mm-hmm. right? Almost every day, which means limited time for pool holes. If he doesn't, he's going to play second, and we'll get to in a second. Third base is Justin Turner's spot, right? Mookie Betts is going to be in right field. AJ Pollock's numbers this season are fantastic. AJ Pollock is having a great season. He's batting 293, slugging over 500, his on-base percentage is is 351 and his OPS is 871. He's having a great year there. Chris Taylor for most of the season has been your best player. Trey Turner's coming over. He's going to play. Where's Cody Bellinger play? He's batting here. you ready? Are you are you ready? Here's the, here are the numbers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cody Bellinger batting buck 60. He's getting on base at a 266 clip. Just for just for a reference point to give you an idea what that is, Julio Urias is getting on base at a 220 clip. Okay, the pitcher and your the guy who hit cleanup yesterday are getting on base at roughly the same percentage. His on his OPS is 556. Okay, Taylor's is 861. Pollock's is 871. His batting average, or I should say, his slugging percentage is 290, which means he's not getting any extra base hits or very very few of them. How long can you ride Cody Bellinger batting a buck 60 before you say guys we can't we a we still got to go catch the Giants yep. b we got to get guys in spots in the lineup and, and and on the field and everything else where they're comfortable doing it there is a very real scenario that in the next week or two if Cody Bellinger doesn't get very very hot that he gets drastically reduced playing time
1: well look what's going to happen if in 2 weeks from now he still the every day, you know, playing every day out in uh, uh, in the outfield wherever they eventually put him, and he's not he's not producing. He's not getting you any results. What's the conversation you're going to have on this on this radio program? What are you going to be saying? Who's who who are you going to be putting pressure on to say this is BS? Why is he David in the lineup? Roberts. You're going to be saying that, right? Yeah. It's the same thing as people saying with Kenley Jansen coming in the ninth. Yep. how comfortable you are with Kenley being there? So. Uh, it's a, obviously up,
0: up until this point. Out mm-hmm. with with Bellinger batting a buck fifty or a buck sixty or wherever he is right now. There aren't you know. Do you want Billy McKinney out there instead? No, not really. Do you sure. want Zach McKinstry? No, not sure. really. Let's see if this turns around. No, we'll wait. We can wait. We can wait. We can wait. Well, you really can't wait anymore. And now mm-hmm. Trey Turner is here. Mm-hmm. Mookie Betts is back. Corey Seager is back. All of these guys are not going to hit a buck sixty. They're going to hit a lot of That it's not just a punitive thing it's not just get him out there and put anybody you have much better options up and down the lineup
1: you went out and just made you know this blockbuster move and already had you you were making this case yesterday if they don't make any moves you still feel like they'll come out of the NL West you did, still feel like did. uh they, they'll come out of the NL okay well they didn't do that they went out and made moves obviously added a ridiculous um additions to what they already had there's nothing personal in this if Bellinger's producing, he'll be in the lineup, and and many other teams do not have this luxury. If there's certain players that are getting paid a lot of money or were former um, MVPs, they're they're in the lineup. There's no option of them not being there, especially at his age and what he can do defensively and everything else. Now there's legit com- there's legit competition to be in the everyday lineup, as there is. You know, you just kind of look at um, their. Uh, they're pitching as well. If if Kenley Jansen's not getting it done, it's very, very simple what happens in, in this kind of predicament situation. You're trying to catch the Giants. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be in a one-game playoff. There, there can't be really be any emotions that are attached to this. You're either getting it done or you're not, and i, I got to imagine Bellinger falls into that spot.
0: And here's another part, and th- that's the immediate part, right? The Bellinger piece, does he, does he stay in the lineup, and how much longer do you keep him in the lineup if he continues to play at the rate that he's playing? a little bit more long-term is the Corey Seager question, right? Corey Seeger's a free agent at the end of this year, and I know that he hasn't played much this year, and I expect him back, and I think he's going to be really good. He's the World Series MVP, National League Championship Series MVP, two-time Silver Slugger, multiple-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year. His resume speaks for itself. Do you go all in to try to keep him here, or because you have Trey Turner now, who's a year away from free agency after this season, Do you have plan B there and you make him an offer, but you don't go crazy to keep him? Because Corey Seager is just a phenomenal baseball player, but Trey Turner's not too far behind him, if he's behind him at all. Or is this the last two and a half, three months of Corey
1: Seager as we're going to see him in a Dodger uniform? This is the ridiculous part of what the Dodgers have in front of them. They don't have to worry about that today. Right. And then, uh, and and I know what you're saying. I, I understand everything that you're saying and it's a fair question and maybe part of the reason of bringing Trey Turner here was kinda of thinking you know what, Seeger's gonna go make so much money somewhere else. We don't wanna we don't wanna play with that. Maybe that's part of this, but Trav, they don't have to we worry about any of this. They really don't. Max Scherzer, is he gonna end up? Uh, signing with the Dodgers after, or is this just a rental to get him in the post? You don't have to worry about that right now. You just don't. All you got to worry about is go get that World Series, and if that's whether that's accomplished or not, a lot of those uh, questions will be answered in the offseason.
0: Travis and Sleeze brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And one last thought here before we go to some phone calls. You know whose name we have not said once all day? This might be the only person in the city of Los Angeles who doesn't like this deal. Gavin Lux. Sure. <laughs> the, 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 the time for him to be, you know, hey, he's the next big thing. He's okay. You've got He's been hurt a little bit, but his time here has been okay. Trey Turner, better. Corey Seeger, better. Chris Taylor, better. Max Muncie better. He is going to really struggle to find his way onto the field when he comes back, I think. And, again, it's just a, another example of the embarrassment of riches. Let's try first phone call here. Let's go to Lake Balboa and Solomon. Solomon, you're on with Travis Inslee. What's up? Travis
2: Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. My initial reaction to what's going on, at least for the Lakers, isn't it great when money's, uh, excuse me, not the Lakers, for the Dodgers, isn't it great when money's no object? I went to a restaurant years ago, and there were no prices on the menu. In Santa Monica, I turned to my wife and I said, you know, honey, this is not the place for us. But with the (laughs) Dodgers, now they're going after Kimbrel as well. Real quick on how you handle the Corey Seager situation, Mm -hmm. put him at first base. The man is built. He, it smells like a duck, looks like a duck. He's built like a first baseman. If he can play first base, you got Muncie at second, Trey Turner at short, um, uh, Justin, uh, in, um, I mean, your third base Justin is taken Turner. care of. And in the outfield, regarding um, Cody Bellinger, I'm sorry, you're going to have to bring him in for defensive purposes. I'd put, uh, um, oh, God, CT. He's, uh, you know, Chris, Chris Taylor, Baylor, Pollock, and, and Betts and Fenner, are all having
0: better years. It, it,
2: yeah, uh, you know Chris Taylor in center, Betts in right, and there, there's your starting nine. You yeah, know?
0: It, you, you they've got a lot of options there. I could, that's a lot of athleticism to put at first base with Corey Seager. I, you know, we'll see whether he could go to second base. Maybe Trey Turner plays second base. Trey Turner can play center field. They, they, this is. This is what we're talking about. There are so many ways to spin this Rubik's cube to find a way
1: to to get them to where they want to go. You're not supposed to have that many options. No, <laughs> like that's, I mean, it, it's, it's it's it re- literally is. It's the best way I could describe it. Is, um, you know, you just have so much money, and it's like how how am I going to spend my money today? Like it, it, that's your biggest concern and worry is just kind of sitting there. I don't know what to buy today. I don't know, and I'm not. Maybe that's not the best example, but that's that's the. That's the position that the Dodgers are in. They have so many options, so many things that work to their advantage, where other teams don't. And it, you know, let, let me kind of add to that. We're talking about the Padres potentially. Can they be? Um, can they be a big issue for the Dodgers if they ended up with? Uh, if they ended up with Max Scherzer? Well, the other name was Jose Barrios, right, from the Twins. Yeah. Um. He's going to end up with the, are Oh yeah, with Toronto. Yeah. So just to kind of add to this what the Dodgers did and how deflating it is to the other two teams in the division I can't emphasize what that means cuz <laughs> it, it wasn't is. just it going really to is. it wasn't just going to go get Max Scherzer we we kept talking about this it was keeping Max Scherzer away from the other two teams so wow. you in 12 hours got incredibly better and the Giants and the Padres you don't really feel like anything has changed that, that that's just got to be a mental um, the mental part of that is is incredibly going to be wearing, in my opinion, the rest of the season.
0: Yes, and they got Trey Turner. It wasn't just that they ripped Max Scherzer out of the Padres' hands. They added Trey Turner as well. I can't, I'm going to say that, guys. Every time I say Max Scherzer, I'm going to say Trey Turner and Trey Turner because should. it's yeah, not just a throw-in. He is an extraordinarily gifted player that's coming over as well. Let's try another one. Let's go to Ryan in Long Beach. Ryan, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going mm-hmm. on?
3: Hey, guys, uh, I just wanted to talk about the Westbrook trade. Sure. Like, I'm a fan of Westbrook, but I don't think I didn't think he was going to be a great fit with LeBron. But I just kind of want to give it a chance because I, I really didn't think that Chris Paul and James Harden would work together. But, you know, they got pretty close to going to the finals. Mm-hmm. And I know they're not the same players, but, you know, I just kind of want to give Westbrook a chance. He's uh, pretty good. You know, I think he's still top 20 in the league, 25. So I think him and LeBron might be able to work together. We just
1: got to wait and see. Craig, I appreciate you calling in. Let let me say this, Trev, because I I get your angle on this. I I just kind of want to remind people real quick because I think Russell Westbrook has always got a raw deal from a perception perspective. This is my opinion. My opinion is um, Westbrook is an elite NBA basketball player. You don't break the record of Oscar Robertson for most triple-doubles in NBA history without being elite. And I, you know, you could sit back and you can say, well, empty stats, what team was on. That's when we're just finding ways to go against somebody in his talents. At the worst, what Russell Westbrook, Westbrook will give to the Lakers, he'll get close to double-digit rebounds a game. He'll get close to double-digit assists a game. That, that's going to be you wake up in the morning and that's what Russell Westbrook's going to give you. Another thing he's going to give you. LeBron James, as we keep saying, is going into his 19th year in the NBA. Mm -hmm. When you want to keep the gas, when you want to keep your foot on the gas, you want to stay full throttle, you want to play more up-tempo, Westbrook's going to grab the ball from one end and go. There's going to be times Westbrook's going to be able to play with Anthony Davis, and LeBron could be sitting on the sidelines. He has his flaws, no question about it. You can have your question marks if this is a perfect fit. But Russell Westbrook is a fantastic NBA basketball player in three of the last four seasons, averaged a triple-double. Will it fit? Will it be perfect? Will it work? I don't have the answer to that, but I'm excited that he's coming, and now it's up for Palenka to, to put, put together the rest of the pieces.
0: Two things could be true at the same time. He can be a great player, and he can be the wrong player for the Lakers, and that's what we're going to find out, and I think that that's what has happened. He, he is a great – Oh, everything you said is true. I also think that he's a terrible fit for this particular team. More phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. But the Lakers pulled, or excuse me, the Dodgers pulled off a huge trade yesterday, and it wasn't just because they're the richest guy in town. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.
4: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple.
0: A little bit of a late ask, Slee right here. This is from Gil. Better, Always better love stop. a new name. Let me tell what?
1: you something right now. You keep what? going at you keep going at Westbrook like this. Uh huh. We're gonna have a long, long time being on opposite ends.
0: I, I, tell me one negative thing I've said about Russell Westbrook, other than I don't like him on that the that he Lakers. doesn't fit. Right. That, that's that, a that's, very it's, negative it's, thing. No, it's not. It's it's he's a good player that doesn't need to be on this team. There's there's totally different things. Russell Westbrook is a fine I cannot ball, wait for
1: October 2nd. The <laughs> Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets. Uh-huh. By the way, that's the first preseason game, Lakers and the Pretty Nets. Good. You know good. how motivated, by the way, uh, you, you got to imagine Westbrook is going to be back in L.A., chance to win a championship. And, oh, by the way, the other side of it, there's KD in Brooklyn. Uh, there, there's a fascinating story. You know we were talking about how boring the Bucks and the Suns were and I was the only one doing a box score during the game? Uh-huh. Can you imagine Lakers and the Nets in the NBA Finals? I just I just
0: want to make sure I have this right. Are you really hyping up a preseason game right now? No,
1: no. I said can you imagine (laughs) Lakers and the Nets in the NBA finals? Yes. That would be amazing. Okay, that now amazing. now can you imagine Lakers in the Nets on October 2nd in a preseason game? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about.
0: ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> at Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. A very quick bonus asks Lee. New name here, Slee, from Gill. Yeah. Hey, Slee, you have a flat tire. Do you call mm-hmm. AAA or do you change it yourself? Or do you cancel your 3.30 dinner
1: plans and get Uber Eats? It's a great question. <laughs> um typically what i do is i pop the trunk open i go in and grab the jack and the spare tire i get to the take right off angle the shirt first what right? i tip yeah what i usually do i take off my shirt i put it on the ground so i put my knees on there just like a regular mechanic does uh-huh. i crank my vehicle up high enough to get the flat tire going and then i call uh AAA and i tell them hey why do I have this membership if I'm not calling you <laughs> while I'm in my true. car in an air conditioning uh, vehicle? Yeah, I'm in the number four lane on the 405 right by the airport. Uh, how fast can you get here? <laughs> I probably call AAA and they're probably, Al? Hey, yeah. how you been? Yeah, good to talk to you again, Alan. Another one, huh? Okay, we'll be there in twenty minutes. <laughs> that's All that's right, me so. this
2: whole this whole time. The past five weeks, I've I've had to call AAA probably six times. Oh, uh, this it's poor great, girl. It's great. She has not
1: had she, she has, has a not had pass. good car car luck. She
0: should, should just get a bus pass or trains or something. The cars are not for you, Emily. I, I did take the train a little off.
2: bit last week, and it was an interesting experience. But yeah, I'm glad to be back in my car right now.
0: Yeah, Well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. All right. The Dodgers are the richest guys in the room, right? Mm -hmm. Which is uh, something that other teams have to deal with. And when I can spend myself out of mistakes, that's, that's helpful. But what's so devastating, what's a nuclear bomb to the rest of this division, what's just an unbelievable advantage that the Dodgers have, it's to not all baseball,
1: to, to all yeah, of baseball, too. To all of baseball. I mean, the division, the division is feeling it the most, but you can't be telling me that the Red Sox and some of these other teams that are in competition are sitting here saying, what the hell do we do about the Dodgers? No question. You're, you're 100% right about that. And it's not just that they're rich. It's that they
0: run it better than everyone else. The reason that the Dodgers were able to pull off a trade with the Nats the way that they were it's because they have a boatload of prospects it's because they have a boatload of young players already at the major league level guys like Will Smith guys like Corey Seager guys like Cody Bellinger assuming that he figures it out at some point that they have so you don't have to well I got to replace younger guys into the pipeline because all my guys are old no you got a good mix at the major league level you have an abundance of prospects like Ruiz, like Gray, like the other guys that were traded in this deal yesterday, Donovan Casey, Gerardo Carrillo. These are really good players that other teams covet, and because you develop your own guys and you're able to identify other guys in other organizations. Keep in mind, Max Muncy came from the Oakland A's. They were done with him. They didn't want him anymore. Chris Taylor was in Seattle, basically kind of a 4A guy, up and down between AAA and Major League mm-hmm. Baseball and not really making much of a splash at all. Dodgers said, we'll take those guys for basically nothing and they add them in and they're all-star caliber players so when it comes time to make a deal not only do i have every last dollar that i'll ever need to spend i've got all the assets in the world the young player assets that other teams covet it's a perfect storm and to your points lee this is bad news for the National. League. This is bad for baseball because this doesn't happen very often where the richest guy in the room is also the smartest guy in the room, that's the most well stocked guy in the room and
1: that's what the Dodgers are right now. It's almost the equivalent it's like you're going to a restaurant and Andrew Friedman is basically He's smart with how he's spending his money. Oh, is it happy hour? Is it happy hour right now? Great, great. Uh, let's get a couple items from the happy hour menu, and then it like goes from happy hour to regular entree. Trying to get his most value. I, I can't find, you know. You shouldn't be good at both. You shouldn't have both. Usually small market teams are supposed to be the ones really, really working their farm system. These farm system uh, players eventually come into the major leagues, and then you hope to keep them as long as you can before a Yankees come and pry them away because they got the money. Dodgers got both, and they're executing both perfectly. And they're taking guys that aren't working with other teams, like you were mentioning, and making them useful on their team. Then adding value to them. And if you know they don't eventually work out with a roster, whatever the case, is, they're doing it from every single angle. And I, I think there's a there's a, there's a deflating piece in the NL West of what just happened over the last twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Deflating in the sense that if you thought there was, we were. Trav, how many times have we started our show talking about, you know what? I you said this before the season started. You'd bet a car. I think you said that yep. the Dodgers are going to win the NL West. Yep. And then I think it was a week ago you said you'd bet six dollars <laughs> right because of up. everything that was kind of shaking out and playing out. Something's not in their control. Something's in their control. I'm like to an and, e-bike
0: right now. I'm back up to an e-bike. There's like, well, you know, one of the really nice ones, one of those Murph ones.
1: <laughs> but I, I I say that Trav because if you're the if you're the Giants and the Padres right now, when you felt like there was some hope, you probably didn't wake up this morning feeling like, okay, you know what, we can still win the division, or this is going to be a sustainable run for a World Series. Now, anything can happen. You've said this. This is kind of part of baseball. Anyone can win. But, man, if those other two teams all of a sudden didn't feel like we might be irrelevant in a month.
0: it's it's. A, it, it, oh, by the way, you know what we haven't even talked about? Hey, uh, let's go. just go get Mookie Betts. Yeah, it's going to be about $400 million. Fine. <laughs> the, 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 there's that component to it, too. It's not just be really shrewd. Hey, you know what? That Taylor guy, I can use him. You know that Muncie guy, I can use him. Hey, who's the best player in baseball not named Mike Trout? Betts? Okay, we'll take him. Hey, just so you know, he's $400 million. Fine, bring him over. Hey, uh, Max Scherzer's available, but he's a free agent at the end of the year. Probably going to have to re-extend him at a huge advantage. Yeah, fine. Do it. Go get me trade. It, it's, it's, there's no weak spot in the way that they run this thing. Now, baseball's random. There's not a guarantee that they win the World Series, but they've stacked the deck about as much as anybody can to try to make this thing tip their way.
1: Just Yeah, just I, I'm just trying to think because I did mention October 2nd was the Lakers and the Nets. If I'll be more excited about that game or major or playoff starting for major league baseball. I, I think I know which one I will Yeah, be. I, I think I know. I, I think <laughs> I know I think I know for myself too.
0: Strike <laughs> Covina and Eric. Eric, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, E.
3: Guys, hi you know what this this is a great day. Well it's gonna be a great week and probably a great year. Because as an LA fan, when you got your major sports teams like the Rams, like the Dodgers, like the Lakers throw all their chips on the table for the brass ring. Gosh, I mean, hey, I don't care what anybody else thinks about L.A. Hey, we got it. Let's get it. Let's win some championships. And this is, I mean, let alone Scherzer. But then we get an all-star shortstop. I didn't even see that coming. And let alone, it was yesterday yesterday right after 1 o'clock that Mason and were talking about, oh, Padres are going to snag Scherzer. You know, they're moments away from a Because Rosenthal told them they would. <laughs> yeah, then
1: we just come in and snag. and like, nope,
3: that's our candy. Sorry, go get your
1: own. You know, I I was going to just kind of play off of that. That's why, more than anything else, I respect it. I respect it because these teams are going all in. Trev, listen, there are many markets where everything is about the bottom line. Um, and I'm not saying that there isn't a bottom line to what – ultimately, at the end of the day – these are all businesses. There is a profit margin. There is, okay, how much do we have coming in and tickets? All that stuff. All fans want is that you're respecting the city, that you're giving yourself a chance to win, that you're playing postseason, that you, you have an opportunity to. And I, I, I mean, mention all that because this is really unique right now, what's going on in LA. The Rams got a chance to win the Super Bowl, legitimate mm-hmm. chance to win the Super Bowl. They went out, didn't matter what the cost was. We're going to go get a quarterback that we think is going to get us back there. The Los Angeles Lakers, every freaking year, especially in this, obviously, LeBron James era, but we could date back to the history of the Los Angeles Lakers. Every year is, are you winning an NBA championship or are you not? And we're obviously in the middle of that kind of run for the Lakers. And the Dodgers, we just spent you know the last hour and a half talking about kind of... Uh, complimenting what they've done i respect it i respect when you are not just um treating your your sports franchise as a business you're also taking care of the city or people that represent your team
0: yeah and if you're one of those teams that isn't competing at the highest level here in town buckle up you're irrelevant you're you're gonna have you need to get up to speed pretty quickly because everyone else is doing it one more quick phone call here let's go to camarillo and chad chad you're on with travis and Slee. what's up chad
2: Hey, how you guys doing? A good good Friday sport morning for you, L.A. sport
1: morning. Awesome. It's actually amazing. Uh,
2: yeah. So I, the, my, my main thing about, you know, obviously Max Scherzer, you guys listed all the accolades he has. That's going to be great. I think the trade Turner and say, 10 years down the road, might be the big difference. Say the Dodgers win a World Series right now, they they extend Scherzer, they don't, whatever happens. They, uh, I believe Turner has a couple more years on a contract, if not. Next you year. can extend him. He He has, what's that?
0: he's got this year and next year and then he's a free agent
2: perfect you know maybe next year they extend him and if they extend him give him i don't know if they'll give him bets money obviously but i think he has the potential to be a top 10 top five player and maybe 10 years down the road they might be like oh remember that that trade we got Trey turner not um obviously they got um scherzer as well you know they won a world yeah. series maybe win a couple more with him he, yeah no they, he, they, they, is-
0: they covered both of their bases here i appreciate the phone call chat thank you um They've got the ace that you had to get because one of your aces is in legal limbo and another guy is on the rack right now and you're just you're you're really and you held him off spot. from
1: all the other teams in the NL West. E-
0: exactly. But mm-hmm. the Trey Turner piece, like I said what, last segment, I'm not going to talk about Mac Scherzer without talking about Trey Turner in the same breath because I agree with Chad. That's the piece that maybe five years from now is the best part of this deal. Right now, it's Scherzer one and Turner one A, but five years from now, three years from now, if they do re sign him. There are not, they're not too many players in Major League Baseball that are better than Trey Turner. they are not, they're not 15 that are better than him, and the Dodgers just got him as kind of a, oh, yeah, we'll take him too. It's extraordinary.
1: Can I, can I throw out a question here to Laker fans because you presented something that I thought uh, was interesting. We didn't really get a chance to do it. Um, would you have preferred to see Buddy Healed on the Lakers – or Russell Westbrook. So just kind of comparing those two. And there when we come back, I could kind of lay it out. This is what happened if you got Buddy Heald, who would still remain on your roster. Or do you like this go-all-in for Russell Westbrook? Let's throw that out, Trav, because I think that would be an interesting conversation. Eight seven 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 ten espn
0: That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710-ESPN.
4: Must be 21 plus and present in present and select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: Kind of mellow, emotional, sensual, perhaps. This I one's think. sad. This one's actually saying.
1: about one a relationship that she was in. Oh, is this and like it a Taylor work Swift out. of
0: Serbia? And she's kind of working her way through her
1: busted relationships. More like a Katy Perry. And this one, it didn't work out, and she's just kind of explaining like the roller coaster. Life is a journey, that kind well, of a thing. Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know it's a universal theme. Everybody can relate to it. No, you no could listen
1: to it at a club and just kind of sit in the corner and start getting emotional.
0: Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. <laughs> they did what you suggested. Uh, now, remember yesterday when you said, you know, I don't want to see the Lakers pick anybody. I want to see them use that pick to go yeah. get a guy, and that's exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, you know, listen, the Lakers are in a unique spot right now. You know, we've we have had plenty of conversations about Kyle Kuzma. I've talked about THT. Hey, mm-hmm. Taylor and Tucker, nice player for the Lakers. You're trying to win right now, and at any cost – I don't care what happens in two years from now, three years from now. Let's worry about that a little bit further down the road. And um, obviously, Rob Palenka decided yesterday, we got to go all in. Uh, I mentioned a reference, a story from Brad Turner from the LA Times, talking about a couple weeks ago, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook got together. And how would this work out? And everybody is on the same page of the only thing that matters is an NBA championship. There's something about getting a guy. I'm kind of when LeBron and AD teamed up together, Trav. There's something about a superstar like that not having a championship, playing with somebody who's who's done it before, who's won multiple times, has continued to get to the NBA Finals. And I think there there there's a a real um, advantage of having a player like Russell Westbrook who's never won a championship. Right, who thought he had a, a chance with Kevin Durant, and then KD went and joined the Golden State Warriors. Has played for in
0: part because he didn't want to play with Russ anymore. That's an important part of that equation.
1: It's I, look, I, I I always posit that I think that's so unfair that Russ gets these that that label of he's not a player people want to play with. Why 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 would LeBron James and Anthony Davis be okay with playing with Russell Westbrook because they
0: haven't played with him yet. It's one of those things.
1: It's one of those. Trav, yeah, you, don't think, you don't think those guys know enough about what's going on in do. the NBA, of, of, of what Russell do. Westbrook, but, how he is, and the how, type of how, player he is?
0: Of course. But how many times have you seen mm-hmm. where you have a buddy that, that has a girlfriend or whatever or any sort of relationship where everybody's telling you, no, 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 I get it. I get it. She's fun. She's this. She's the, but it's like this is going to end bad. I know this because it ends bad everywhere she goes. And I'm not saying that it ends bad with Russ. I'm just saying that Russ is a certain type of player. And he's a certain type of player that I don't believe can drastically change at this point in his career. He's down the road, too. He's not LeBron old, but he's a guy that's been around. He, he has a style. He has a game. The way that he plays is the way that he plays. And I, while I agree with you, his passion, his desire, all these things are very positive. His style of game, the way that he plays I don't think fits what well, which is why other guys like Kevin Durant and others have said you know what it's not that I don't like him it's not that I don't think he's a great player it's This isn't exactly the type of basketball I want to play where I'm just waiting around for him to go into the lane and throw me the ball with four seconds left.
1: Well, it's not Russell Westbrook's fault that the Oklahoma City Thunder Thunder traded James Harden, and those three should (laughs) have won a championship together. And listen, and I also don't think they were up three games to one, and there was a lot of shots Kevin Durant missed towards the end of that game against the Golden State Warriors to close out the series in game six. That's when Clay went for 40-plus. I I just hate that it it all kind of goes back to – Um, it it all goes back to Russell Westbrook because I've also seen some different players around the NBA who are stars, who've had opportunities and maybe didn't work out in one, um, one team or another. And Russell has this... I, I guess I just don't understand why Russell Westbrook gets heat for the things he doesn't do well and doesn't get enough love for the things that he does do well. And I know what you're saying. You're saying at the end of the day, it's not that you're not complimenting him for what he does well. You don't think those are good fits mm-hmm. with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That's and the case that you a make, season and I, or two where hey, I let's disagree. get him
0: some help. He's been around a long time, and other than when he was on the Kevin Durant and and Harden team, which was a great team, and he's a great player, but he. The winning okay, deep into the playoffs doesn't really follow him around. It's not. Are really we gonna works. Are we
1: gonna do this? We can't be these guys because we're gonna have a season coming up where they're gonna play eighty two games plus uh-huh. six preseason games. Yeah. What we can't have is one morning that I say, "Told you, Trav." perfect fit okay that is a point. perfect There's fit a great, and then you can't point. come in the next day yeah. when he's four 20. of 21 <laughs> <laughs> from the field and say i told you did i not tell no, you because we're gonna right. we're gonna drive ourselves crazy
0: we, we will and and, I'm, and that's exactly what's gonna happen <laughs> just so you understand that's exactly what's gonna happen but i'm w- much more because everybody's gonna play nice in the sandbox for a month or or two months it's when it's okay we got to win tonight or hey we got a playoff game LeBron's got the ball in his hands, and we're going to go from there. And now, what does Russ do? That that, that those are the games that I'm interested. I'll with I. You will hear a lot more. I told you so's for me in the late part of the season than you will. But even if it goes badly early, and I don't think again, I don't think
1: it's going to go badly. That's but, that's but can, can I can I say something, Trav? You know, you're not the only one. You were talking about this ESPN. You know, they're doing the grades grading the trades. They gave the Lakers a D. Uh-huh. A D. Now, granted, I blocked that person on Twitter immediately and sent a email to the public relations and human resources for ESPN. HR. Hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> he said the Laker trades a D and that attacked me personally. I sent an email to ESPN Los Angeles. Do not have this individual on any of these radio shows. <laughs> but there there are people that have some hesitation about the russell westbrook it, it, yeah. it's funny i mean even yesterday my phone was blown up people giving their opinion it's a polarizing conversation so there are going to be people that like the move and i think a lot of people that don't like it
0: let's drive phone call here let's go to los angeles and king king you're on with travis and Slee. what's up king
1: king are you king, there, you there buddy is, but he, there he yeah
0: yeah yeah, you just don't get it, Travis,
3: but but you need some enlightenment, man, Matt. Please, like, King, take care is. of
1: it. Go ahead, King.
3: Look, the, this is how Russell fits with the Lakers. It's not because he can't shoot or he pounds the ball. No, it's because he is a prolific point guard. Who's the best point guard in the West? Steph Curry. You need a point guard in the Western Conference who can attack, kick it out, Dish to other guys, playmate. Russell can do all of That's, that. And this name, is not they do. They have one. Team. His name's LeBron they, James. They're, they're please, Travis. Please. King is talking.
1: There
3: Who, will be ahead, shooters King. surrounded by Who? them. They will round this roster out for it to fit.
1: You can't just say it doesn't fit right now. Sure, I can. I already have. King, King, you're gonna you're gonna have to bang your head probably forty times. This is what's gonna happen with Travis until we figure out the rest of the roster. Because unless they do get some unless unless they do get some shooters, I don't think your opinion's gonna change. And by the way, even if they got shooters, I don't know if your opinion's gonna change. You're one of those you have to see it to believe it. And uh, some of the points that King are making, and King is called into the show and he's called into Lakers talk and everything else. There are. I think this will be a conversation where people are comparing, well, you could have had Buddy Heald. Why didn't you go get that shooter that you wanted? Mm-hmm. By the way, if you if you got Buddy Heald, you could have kept KCP as well. Mm-hmm. The amount of money that you're spending on Buddy Heald is a little bit less or a little bit more than half of what you're going to be spending with Russell Westbrook. So you could make a case for Buddy Heald. I, I'm still, give me an all-star with 110-plus games of experience over – um, somebody that's never played in a meaningful game in his life. No,
0: I, I like his experience. That I, I don't have. I don't have any qualms with his experience at all. And and I believe it or not, King, I agree with almost everything you said. I, I agree with you saying that you need a playmaker like you described. They already have that. His name is LeBron James. Like you talked about years. a guy who can years. distribute the ball. Look, Russell Westbrook's not twenty-two. He's 33, he, you know, 32 I, I, years old. I, I understand. That's my point, and I get it that he plays hard, but. King's point was you need a point guard who distributes, LeBron James. You need a point guard who's a playmaker, LeBron James. You need a guy who can set up and get open shots for other people, LeBron James. You need a guy who can make some open jump shots, LeBron James. Trav, here, here's a reality. Who are Russell Westbrook for? Here's a
1: reality with Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron. Here's a reality. AD's got to have a much bigger season than... Um, and more has got to go on his shoulders. Russell Westbrook is going to have to do a lot of those things that you were just talking about, the rebounding, the assists, the playmaking. Westbrook's going to have to have to do a lot of that because I'm going to go back to this. If we are depending on LeBron James in his 19th season, three seasons on top of that from a postseason perspective, just add all those games together, I still think there's concern of – Having everything just sit on LeBron, Russell Westbrook's going to take a lot off LeBron. Now, Russell Westbrook can't hit a jumper. I get that. I understand that. But I think he will take a lot off of LeBron's shoulders from some of those playmaking abilities that you're talking about.
0: I, I think, look, if, if we're using him as a backup point guard to LeBron, I'm more interested. I'm more interested in that. This, this is a more interesting conversation to me, but th- I'm going to try this one other way. The Lakers have a Bentley in the garage and LeBron James. They got a Ferrari in the garage with Anthony Davis. What they need is a pickup to run back and forth from Home Depot. Okay, they just bought another Ferrari. They, they, they. they, I I get it. It's really nice. It's a nice car. It's cool. It's a lot of teams would like to have another Ferrari, but the Lakers have one. They need a truck, and they didn't go get a truck. They went and got another Ferrari.
1: They got an SUV and there's room back if you fold the seats if you fold the seats of the SUV you got plenty of space you could throw Those are a nice. number of different things in there all right it's a useful car it's seven seater as well you can fit some kids in the back you're not looking at it from a uh, from an SUV perspective i guess i'm not <laughs> a I guess, truck I mean, they need a truck they need a truck that can
0: make three Fit shots. four people in a truck <laughs> Well, not if you get one of those nice big Silverados that's got all that room in the back. Those are pretty cool. I'd like one of those. We can definitely do that. All right, phones are, bo- are blowing up. We'll get into all that. It's because of you. It's because of you they're blowing up. We talk about the Dodgers up. in 30 seconds. We need to do that. And then we'll talk about them for 30 seconds, and then we'll go back to the Lakers for 30 more seconds. We've got a million stuff to get to. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hard,
1: hard pass on Ask Mace. No interest. Chad, you're the man, bro. <laughs> You're the man. No, just kind of think about this for a second. What's that? I want L.A. to kind of know this here. So what time did you start this morning? Uh, A little bit before 6. All right, a little bit before 6. You're going to go till 11 Mm a.m. Then you're going to start prepping for a three-hour show with Steve Mason from 1 to 4. Okay. You put in one word there that's not going to happen, but the rest of it is. You're going to start prepping. The moment we get off, you're going to get... He Prepping has a. The, let me, tell you, you let me tell you something. Let me tell you some Travis. Do, let me tell you something Travis does. People don't get a chance to see. He just gets a old mechanical pencil and he just starts writing notes. He's just going to take notes for two hours up until one o'clock. <laughs> then he's going to do the show until four o'clock uh-huh. with Steve Mason, yep. and then tomorrow. You yeah. got another show coming up doing Rams uh, at Rams training camp.
0: Four to seven from UC Irvine. Kirk Morrison and myself, we uh, host Rams pregame, uh, yep. postgame, and halftime yep. shows. We're going to go do a uh, We're going do a, a Rams NFL
1: show on Saturday. You're a machine. Can I tell you something what's going to happen tomorrow? Because what you did to me on Lakers talk on Monday when it was 745 <laughs> and you said you still have an hour and 15 minutes and you're having a glass of wine and sitting in your underwear <laughs> – I
0: was watching the Dodgers. You wait
1: till tomorrow. You wait till tomorrow when you're doing that show.
0: <laughs> I, it was, you know what? It, was my, it might be my favorite to, uh, text I've ever sent you in my life. That When you were in the middle, it was, it was 745, and I sent you a text saying, not even halfway done, and I'm in my underwear drinking wine watching the Dodgers.
1: Al, send him a text at like 315 and let him First know what you're doing at 315 today. First of all. Let me just say this: the sad part about you sending me that text at 7:45, <laughs> the first thing I went through my mind is, I can't fit everything in. I only go till nine. <laughs> I got so much Lakers stuff that I want to get into. I only go till nine. All okay, right. can, can, can I read yeah, something real quick? Please, please. Kyle Kuzma on Instagram put out a uh, a post. Man, oh man, where do I begin? Lake Show, we've had a journey. I was 21 and just a young pup coming here, and you guys opened up your arms openly and accepted me in the LA community. Coming into this league, I told Robbie, Genie, and Magic that all I wanted to do here is be a part of something special and help be a part of one of those banners, 17 banners, and damn it, we did it. I wouldn't change anything about my journey. Everything has been a lesson for me. I've learned the game of basketball from some of the best players to ever do it on earth while being in L.A., and now it's time for me to go out there and really spread my wings and be who I say I am, love L.A., I'm a Laker for life. Can I, can I say this real quick because man, this is a cruel business. Mm -hmm. They're making money. Don't get me wrong. It's, It's unbelievable lifestyle that they live. But when I say it's a cruel business, let's use fans as an example. How quick did KCP and Kyle Kuzma, who helped the Lakers win an NBA championship, were on this Lakers roster for a number of years. How quick did they just leave and we just completely forgot about them, Stop talking about them, Russell Westbrook to the Los Angeles Lakers? We should, for a quick second, just a quick little tip of the cap to what Kyle Kuzma brought to the Lakers, what KCP brought to the Lakers. Both of those guys sacrificed, helped you win a championship. I'm actually both glad they'll get opportunities somewhere else. But at the same time, I'm excited about Russell Westbrook, but it's okay to give credit to those that were a part of the Lakers.
2: Look,
0: that statement from Kyle Kuzma is about as good as you can do. That's perfect. Can't do that, better. That, that, that's perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. the the sentiment is exactly right. I came here to do a job, and we got it done, and I loved every minute of it, and thank you for the opportunity, and I'm going to go play my ass off somewhere else. It's a, it's a perfect It's a perfect response to it, and you're right. Those guys were important to what they did. Casey, they were role hard. players. Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah, and and KCP really busted his ass. I I liked him. He was inconsistent, but he he was he was a guy that played hard every single night. Hit like big said, shots in the bubble, man. Absolutely, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. no. Both of those guys, when you think back on their terms or their their ten years with the Lakers, you're gonna think very positively of them, of both of them. Because they were both part of a championship game, and, and and they deserve it. They deserve everything that comes along with that. Travis and is brought you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Um, let's do. Hmm. Joe in Pomona, I believe it is. Joe, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Hey, hey, hey. What's up? Hey, Joe. What
1: up? What up? <laughs> what's going Hello, on, Joe? Joe? What do you got there? What do you got? Man,
3: I just I don't like the way you guys are downplaying Russ. You guys are not thinking the big picture. We haven't even seen what he's going to
0: do, what the Lakers are going to do on Monday. Other little shooters. Joe's phone is not good. I, th- I think he was yelling at you because you don't like the Russell Westbrook
1: trade. That's so my bad. favorite part. You <laughs> you have what you have been so uh, <laughs> you've taken such a different perspective on Westbrook that even I'm getting roped into it, and I'm the only one defending it. <laughs> It's, no, like, it's, it's like you picking a fight with somebody at the bar, and because I'm standing next to you, they throw a punch at me. I'm like, why are you throwing a punch at me? He said it.
0: <laughs> That's the way it goes. We're in this together. That's how it's going <laughs> to happen. Sorry, sorry about your phone call there. Uh, it, we, we couldn't hear you, but I, I think we were getting at it. Let's uh, go to Northridge and Jackson. Jackson, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Jackson, you there, buddy? Okay, Jackson's oh, he's gone. gone. Here, this I'm going safe bet. We we tried Pomona, didn't work. We tried Northridge, didn't work. I'm going Gardena this time. In Manuel, oh yeah, yeah. Manuel this is, is this
1: is What's this up? is a sure base hit. This is just a lock for a base hit. What's going on, Manuel?
0: Hello,
3: governors. What a continuation to the kick-ass summer, man. <laughs> Scherzer, Turner, Danny Duffy, who you guys haven't shined up enough, hmm. and my dude Russell Westbrook. Travis, you're going to be eating more crow than a hillbilly so in Appalachia. That's
1: what I'm talking about. Because Do we will a crow win
3: there? a championship <laughs> or two with Big Russ. You are definitely failing to see the big picture on Big Russ. Mm. So uh, Laker Nation, Dodger Nation, get ready. We are going back to back to back to back to back, baby.
1: Thank you. I don't know how, how many is that.
0: There was four, I believe. Okay. 4-5. Hey, or Is he splitting them? Is he splitting them yeah, between
1: four. Dodgers and and Lakers? No, I think Lakers? it's 4-4 apiece, 8 total. Okay.
0: <laughs> and Ray, like get the Rams a couple too. I mean Matt Stafford's going to go for a couple of Super Bowls as well. Look, let me let me be clear. No, 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 look. No, no. We, I, Manuel I made his point.
1: Everybody agrees with him.
0: I don't think it's going to work. I think it's a bad fit. I think Russ is a great player who should play somewhere else. I'd love to be wrong. I'm not wrong very often when it comes to this stuff, but I hope I am. Look, nothing would be better than if Russell Westbrook comes in and starts making three-point shots, fits in perfectly, doesn't dominate the ball. LeBron takes some of the heat off of LeBron, gives LeBron some breathers, allows Anthony Davis to do some different things. That would be ideal. I just but wait. That, that don't that's a not. Scenario. But
1: but that's not out of the ordinary. Like what you just said there, taking pressure off of LeBron James, mm-hmm. him working well, dishing dimes all over the place, having times where LeBron's sitting on the bench, him and Anthony Davis really pushing the ball forward. That's not. That's very. That I think is a given. That's not anything crazy. So is two for fourteen.
0: So is six for twenty-six. So is him having the ball in his. So team. is eleven All rebounds
1: night. and eleven assists, averaging every single night, four teams in four years.
0: It's not. It's. I'm just. There. There's. A, there, there, third best argument, player. Third in. best
1: player on a team. Second worst three point shooter
0: in the entire league
1: incredible only- <laughs> motivation to win an NBA championship as he's 12 13 years in the league linking up with LeBron and Anthony Davis has to have averaged a Average, triple double three of the last four years and didn't go anywhere in the playoffs who was he on
0: well, I, I understand but there's there's a flip side to all of this and everything that you're saying is everything that
1: makes but that changes him get those that, that changes with your competition that cha- the, I'm sorry that changes with your teammates who it, you're playing it does. with and and it does. and I, I, I'm gonna You have one point that's incredibly valid. Palenka, how are you filling up the rest of the roster? That part is incredibly valid. I I also didn't make up his three-point shooting percentage. I
0: also didn't make up his usage rate. These are all very bad numbers for the Lakers. These are are not my opinions. These are facts. You better
1: label with every single one of those that you say what he does well. You have to. This is what happens with a guy like Ben Simmons. Everybody just wants to talk about what he doesn't do well. Nobody wants to paint a picture of some of the stuff that he does do well. Now
0: you're arguing against yourself. You're bringing in Ben Simmons as the example of the guy you want. This is a bad deal. Because I'm a fan of Ben Simmons.
1: Ben Simmons, I I gave as much offense as Ben Simmons did in the NBA playoffs. We'll come back to Ben but that's my point and i know we got to go to break here my point is is that people will just find the flaws they're not talking about what makes these players incredible because as the well flaws and don't if weigh ben the simmons positives. and if ben you think you think Ben Simmons is not a valuable player in the NBA? I think he's valuable. You don't think Russell Westbrook's a valuable he's player so in the NBA? He's so
0: valuable that Philadelphia has him out on the front of the building saying, "Does anybody want this guy?" And everybody's like, "Nah,
1: we're good." <laughs> That's how valuable he is. All right, we're if coming. I, if back. I'm a rebuilding team, I'm taking him.
0: That's different. Travis and Sali, the dump is next. It should be the dump featuring Shohei Otani because this is where his accomplishments are gonna wind up moving forward how about this Shohei Otani is the first player in major League Baseball history slee to hit 37 home runs and steal 15 bases before the end of the July of uh, the end of July not bad for your ace
1: starting pitcher <laughs> well how do I even comment like yeah. I don't even know what to say to that I really what don't know say. what to say to that
0: no it, look it it's it sucks what you can say is is it sucks because this guy does something just about every single day that makes you go wow and it's we spend 30 angels, seconds on it because of things going
1: on figure it out get this guy at least in competition next season put him in a position where you're competing for a wild card D- do something to make trout and otani relevant in august and september
0: I would love to think that that's going to happen, but pitching is very hard
1: to find, and we know that that's the uh, soft spot for them.
0: By the way, the A's walked him three times last night. You wouldn't be surprised if you see that. By the way,
1: way, just so you, the way you put it about pitching, well, you know what, Trout? Maybe you should start throwing a little bit of a curveball.
0: Let's see what kind of arm you got. (laughs) Let's see. I think think he's got a pretty good slider. Let's give it a shot. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Carson Wentz out indefinitely Mm. with a foot injury, Slee. Carson Wentz. Wentz is one of those guys that this is how you never know. Carson Wentz was on the verge of being the MVP and winning a Super Bowl. He gets hurt against the Rams he has his backup Nick Foles go and win a Super Bowl MVP. Right. Carson Wentz's his career comes apart. He leaves Philadelphia. He goes to a new team in Indianapolis, and now he's hurt, and now he's out indefinitely. That's how fast this stuff can change.
1: Uh, hopefully those checks keep getting cashed because you're right, and especially in the NFL, those type of injuries, what a weird, weird scenario. It's kind of his opportunity to come back and kind of prove to people, hey, I can still be a quarterback in this league. That's unfortunate. How about this? Have you, have you seen any Olympic baseball yet by chance? I was watching the Dominican Republic and Japan a couple okay. nights ago.
0: They uh, they're using bullpen cars, which I am all for. They're using what looks like a futuristic golf cart to bring guys in from the bullpen to bring them to the mound and this reminded me like back in the 70s when there would be the bullpen car in the shape of a of a baseball cap. I think we mm. need to bring that back to major league baseball. I'm in.
1: Yeah, I'm 100% in. 100% <laughs> it looks in.
0: Absolutely fantastic. How do people Find the pods, Slee. All
1: right, ESPN app or on iTunes. Just search Travis and Slee. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning in this week. Uh, Monday through Friday, always the full two hours will be on the podcast. Yep,
0: that's coming up. And don't forget, you heard Chris mention it. I'm on with John, or I should say I'm replacing John today, filling in for John uh, with Mace coming up in just a couple hours. So make sure you're there for that. It is Travis and Slee. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. Go Westbrook. ESPN. <laughs>